follow me. What? This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Certainly I'm going to follow you. Now in case you haven't noticed, this following doesn't mean certain things. Okay, There's certain things this following doesn't mean. So if Jesus says to us, follow me. Because that's what he said there, follow thee. And he says to us today, follow me. What does that not mean? What does follow not mean? What does not mean go to church? Exactly. That's what I was saying too. He doesn't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> They're having a separate conversation back there. It's okay. <laughs> They're not following me. <laughs> so it doesn't mean go to church, number one. Follow me doesn't mean go to church. Follow me doesn't mean you believe in Jesus. What? That's what I mean. Doesn't mean that. Because over in James 19, uh, James, sorry, not James 19, in James uh, 2.19. In 2.19 it says that the demons believe and tremble. The demons believe in Jesus. So what's that telling us? The demons believe and are afraid of Jesus. So you can believe in Jesus. doesn't mean anything. Because that's not what he's talking about when he says, follow me. Oh, I believe in Jesus. So what? So the demons. He's calling you to something more than just following in terms of just uh, 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 believing in him. He's calling you to something more. He's calling you like those rabbis. He's saying, hey, become like me. It's more than just a social media following, right? <laughs> How many of you follow people on social media? You got social media following people on social media? How hard is it to follow people on social media? Click. Right? Click. And then we put such weight and emphasis. How many followers do you have? How many followers do you have? That's so stupid. It's so easy to come followers. Click, click, click. Like me, like me, like me. Right? <laughs> it's kind of easy to follow people, and it's easy to get followers on social media. People stumble into success on social media. Can you understand that? Yes, there's all those gurus out there teaching how strategies of how to do it and how to grow your social media feeds and all this great stuff. Most of them stumbled into it to start with. Promise you. We've got friends of mine uh, living in Asia. They stumbled into being social media successes. They were in Asia teaching English as a second language. Because of COVID, they lost their jobs. They didn't know what to do. They'd always wanted to do some social media stuff. So her and her husband started singing Thai songs as white-speaking English people. Started singing side Thai, popular Thai songs on TikTok. And doing little crazy dances to them. Just to fill their time in the day. And it exploded. They have close to 3 million TikTok followers now. Their full-time job is social media. And guess what they're doing now? We'll show you how to grow your followers on Instagram or TikTok, okay? <laughs> they're doing the same thing everybody else is, trying to sell the secret. Getting followers is the easy thing on social media. It's just a click of a button. Being a follower in the kingdom is another story. But what would happen, what would happen if we acted in real life the same way we do on social media. What happened if we were trying to get followers in real life the same way we do on social media? What would that be like? Let's watch this video. Social networking is completely out of control these days. But do the things we do online make sense in real life? Let's take to the streets and find out. Ma'am, hi. I just want to let you know that I'm following you. Like just giving you an alert. Okay. You don't have to do anything, just know it and enjoy it. Jenna Kingsley is now following you. Just like do whatever and I'll just watch. Is that creepy? You wanna poke me back? Wasn't that fun? Yeah, this is weird though, I don't even know you. I know, but that's what you do, right? 
Tom O'Donnell started working at McGuire Law Firm. Congratulate Tom, guys. Be team players. You guys are not supportive. I want to endorse you for your coffee-making skills. Thank you, I appreciate that. So easy, you just, I don't even know what it means, but it's the thing to do. Do you think you're gonna endorse me too? Because I'm pretty good at it. Sure. Okay, cool. Hi guys. I was wondering if you would like accept my friendship request. Friendship what? He looks really important with like the whole button down. Do you want to be connected? Do I want to be connected? How do I how do you want to be connected? I just want to let you know that 12 people have viewed you. 12 people have viewed you on the subway. What does that mean? I don't know. He must be really important. They're like viewing you. That guy chose to remain anonymous. Seven people have viewed you on the subway. I have just checked into Grand Central Station. What's your name? Jenna and Andrew have just checked into Grand Central Station with about uh, 452 other people. I am getting so many views right now. I am. Oh my god, man. That's so cute. I have to share this with everybody. Do you want to comment on how cute this is? This is cute. I like your comment. Excuse me, sir. Can you introduce me to that guy that's sitting next to you? This guy? You're like our one degree connection. Okay. So if you could introduce me. All right, and your name is? Jenna. Jenna. Excuse me? Hey, uh, my, uh, my friend over here, uh, Jenna, she'd like me to uh, introduce you to her. So. Hey, I'm Jenna. I mean, we had him in common, so I figured I should meet you. And now we're all connected. <laughs> so can you see a difference in the way we follow on social media versus when Jesus said, follow me? He wasn't talking to like a little click, right? Just be my friend. Just hang out. There's a different level of following Jesus is talking about. Do you see the difference in the weightiness of what our culture says follow me is now versus what Jesus is talking about? It is not an easy thing. We've made following easy. And the reality is following Jesus isn't necessarily easy. So what is following Jesus? What is following Jesus? What does follow mean? First of all, we see the guys said they left their dad, they left their parents, they left their family behind, they left their careers behind, their nets behind, their friends. They left everything. Following Jesus means you're going to have to leave some things behind. It's going to be, maybe me, maybe uh, mean you leave popularity behind. It may mean you leave certain friends behind. And I'm not saying we need to leave our friends when we come to know to Jesus. That's not what I'm saying. But some friends just aren't good for you, going to harass you, cause you problems because you're following Jesus. It may mean you have certain ideas, those of you older, certain ideas of careers you want to move into. It may mean you leave those ideas of careers behind. Can I throw a big one out there? Your parents won't like me for this one, though. It's okay, though. Don't worry. <laughs> 
But it may mean you have big ideas of college ahead. It may mean you leave some of those ideas of college behind. All the stuff our culture says we're supposed to be doing, Jesus may call you to leave some of those things behind. You can leave things behind. Second thing it means is now they're following Jesus, and if you continue reading, it says they just followed Jesus around and did what he did. From town to town they traveled, they saw miracles, they saw healings, they saw him teach and preach in different places. Now we hear all these highlight stories, but what we don't hear is that it was three days' journey from this town to this town. It was another two days' journey from that town to that town. It was a five-day journey from that town to that town. Everywhere they're traveling, they were spending days, weeks, years, literally three years, they spent every day with Jesus, just hanging out. It means they sat by the campfire at night and examined each other's toe jam. Yeah, because they wore leather shoes in a hot desert place. What do you think? The feet are going to be pretty. Okay. They got to know each other. They saw each other when they were grumpy. They saw each other when they were happy. They fought together. They smiled together. They laughed together. They spent time together. You're called to follow Jesus means you're called to spend time with him. Part of the reason we're fasting next week is to focus everything, pull everything else out to focus and spend time with Jesus. You can't really be calling yourself a follower of Jesus if the only time you try to encounter Jesus is on a Wednesday night. Say, Adam, you're lifting the bar here a bit. Yeah, because he called us to follow him, not click follow him, be my friend. The last thing we're to do is we're to become like him as we follow him. The point of follow me, the point of the rabbi calling his disciples to follow me because he saw in them the ability to become just like him. If you have been called by Jesus, you felt the tug in your heart. You've said the last few weeks, the last few years of your life, you said at some point, yes, I want to follow Jesus. Not even sure what that really means, but you felt something pulling you to Jesus. Jesus is saying to you, I see you. In the, I see you. You have the ability to interest you to be just like me. That's because I'm going to live inside of you. <laughs> That's because I'm going to empower you by my spirit to give you the ability to walk and live just like me. To love like me, to bring healing like me, to bring comfort like me, to bring peace like me. Now some of you range in grade from 6th grade all the way up to seniors. 10, 11 years old all the way up to 18 or 20 years, 18, 19 years old. No matter where you are, you have the ability tonight. You follow Jesus with the spirit living inside of you. You have the ability in you then by his spirit to be just like Jesus. Don't lessen or cheapen your followership to Jesus because somebody else tells you to be something else. Because social media tells you to be something else. Because your friend says something different. Because peer pressure in school context tells you to be something different. Thank you. See, we're so quick to lower our followership because of what other people think around us. Versus Jesus called you. He's called you. Is it a high bar? Yes. Is it difficult at times? Yes. But I wanted to make sure with God doing so much among us that we don't lessen what Jesus is doing for us. We don't lessen the call that he's placed on you. And I believe, quite honestly, every single one of you in this room, even the ones back there not listening right now, keep talking, Jesus called them. And they continue to talk. 
but yet Jesus has called them. He's calling every one of you. You wouldn't be here unless he's calling you. He's calling you to something deeper than what you're doing right now. I can tell you that. Say, Adam, dang, it's a bit of a light message, a bit of a light, easy message tonight, isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> not lots of funny stories because I want you to understand the weightiness. I didn't want to cheapen what he's calling you to. I don't want this to become another social media movement. My whole goal here, I'm a 50-year-old man, okay? That's an old fart to some of you, okay? That's a spring chicken to guys like me. And someday Mark hopes he's going to be as cool as me at 50, right? <laughs> very soon, actually, very soon. Very soon he's going to be a cool 50-year-old. <laughs> but I didn't give my life as a 50-year-old guy to you guys because I want you to live a nice, cool, vibey life. That there are those of you in this room who are going to change the world. There are those of you in this room who are going to plant churches in other nations. There are those of you in this world who are going to live as missionaries with a calling on the life in other places. There are those of you who are going to grow up, you're going to have a traditional job, a traditional marriage, but you're going to change your community because of the way you're following Jesus. Every one of you are called to follow. Every one of you are called to certain places and times in this world. The question is, are you going to follow? Are you going to get out of the boat and follow and leave things behind, walk through the difficulties, and follow Jesus? The good times and the bad times. Become more like him. What following means, what happens when you follow Jesus? You speak to others. That's what the disciples did. So much so they spoke to others. Eventually, at one point, they're walking along, and Jesus said, great, I've walked to you for several years now, and now you guys go out and do the same things I've done. Go talk to some other people. Go cast some demons out. Go ahead, go do it. You've, I've done it now for a couple of years. You've watched me. you participated. Now you go do it. Because the whole goal of following Jesus is to replicate himself. He wants a bunch of little Jesuses running around everywhere being like Jesus. That's what the word Christian actually comes from. You realize there wasn't church people that called themselves Christians. It was actually all the people out there, outside the church, that said, hey, you guys are little Christ, Christians. Little Jesus is what they're saying. You're so much like him. You're little Jesuses running around everywhere being like Jesus. What a tremendous compliment. If somebody says that to you, oh, you're just like Jesus. I hate it. That's a brilliant compliment. <laughs> oh, stop being like Jesus. Great compliment. Every one of you have that ability in you. To be just like him. To speak to others. Engage others. Grow in your own love. There are people in your life that frustrate the heck out of you. I said this all the time. I say this. There are people in your life that frustrate the heck out of you. God's placed them in your life to learn how to love more effectively. Because you're probably supposed to learn something from them. Some of those people might be your parents right now. <laughs> Ugh! Mom and dad! Man! Well, you're probably there to learn something right now. Maybe your sibling, your brother or sister... You just want to slap them sometimes. You're probably there to learn something from them. Because he's wanting to teach you how to love. Because Jesus got to a place where he loved people even as they were physically killing him. He still loved them and forgave them. There are people you hate right now. You hate. And that's a strong word. Jesus is saying, come follow me. Let me teach you how to love. Let me teach you how to love. Growing in love. And the last thing is we are called to do the same thing Jesus did with us is to multiply. 
As we follow Jesus, we speak to other people, we engage other people, then we grow in our love, and we multiply. In other words, we produce more Jesuses. <laughs> the same way Jesus disciples us, we now go to others and we disciple. We say, hey, come follow me as I follow Jesus, what Paul said. And eventually, you're just going to follow Jesus. <laughs> but come follow me, reproduce myself and other people. Look around you now in your life, and when you look around you in your life, are there certain people around you that seem to always dress like you? They use the same kind of slang that you use. They laugh at the same inside jokes that you laugh at all the time. That's your group of people. That's your clan. That's your tribe. Are you pursuing Jesus together? Are you multiplying yourself in them in terms of multiplying Jesus? Are you multiplying some cool vibe social media stuff? There's a big call on this ministry and on you tonight. It is a bit of a heavy, I get it. But it's a call on you. We're going deeper with Jesus this year, and I expect God to start calling you out this year. Feel God placed on your heart certain things. Some of you already come and said, hey, I think I'm supposed to be doing, like, planning a church or something or leading a church. Some of you come to me and said, I feel like I should be a missionary at some place. It's already God's starting to work in your hearts. I believe there's more that God's calling to follow a non-traditional path. And there's some God's calling to follow a very traditional path of life, but still be following Him. One's not better than the other. The key is following Him. Following Him. So can I encourage you in a couple of things as we wrap up? If you haven't followed Him, take the bold step to follow tonight. Simply say, yes, not only do I believe in Jesus but I'm going to follow him with my life, first of all. Second step, second thing I want to encourage you to do is not have a social media life. <laughs> Thinks that somehow if I wear the right clothes, I do the right things, have the right friend group, be in the right sports team, go to the right school, do all the right things, somehow I'm going to have this certain group of friends and it's going to make me feel great. Don't give in to that peer pressure. Just follow Jesus and watch what happens around you. Watch who he puts in your life around you. Watch the circumstances around your life change. It won't be easy all the time. You're going to be on those desert nights where it's hot and stinky and people's stinky cho-jam is in your nose and face. And life is difficult. There will be those days, I promise. But keep following. Keep following and you'll see the miraculous. You'll see the miraculous in your life and others' life. Keep following and you'll see little by little friends start to come along and follow as well. It may take years, but trust me, people will follow. If you're willing to step out and be full of some of the bold people to follow. But the choice is yours. It's always yours. You're always going to be loved whether you follow or not. You're always going to be accepted whether you follow or not. Because that's what Jesus does. That's what we practice here. But the pressure and the challenge will always be, are you following? Are you following? Are you following? Let's stand, please. Those four brothers left everything. Those four brothers did something a lot of people wouldn't do in that time. Leave good careers, ways of living, good stable income. Those four brothers chose to follow and ultimately it led to those four brothers, all four of them, two different families, died martyrs' deaths. They were killed for the sake of the gospel. They were killed because they were Christians. They followed Jesus. Thank goodness that didn't happen as much today. But it still happens. 
are you going to follow tonight? As I said last week, usually we just kind of have a time of worship responding. Everybody comes down front. But again, I'm drawing a hard line tonight. Number one, you haven't followed, and tonight you're choosing to follow. Whatever that means, I'm following tonight. Not only do I believe, but I'm going to follow Jesus. Number one. Number two, maybe you said you believe in Jesus, but you never understood the weightiness, what it means to actually follow. And you recognize some things in your life which aren't really lining up with where Jesus is. But you're saying, tonight I'm choosing to follow. I'm going to leave behind those things. I'm going to follow because I want to be filled with the Spirit and I want to follow Jesus in that way. If either of those two things are you tonight, can I ask you first ever to bow your heads and close your eyes for a moment? I am going to ask you to come forward in just a second, okay? But if one of those two things are you, you've never followed tonight, you're choosing to follow, or you say, I am a follower of Jesus, but I know I haven't left things behind. And some things you may not even know how to leave behind. Maybe it's hate or anger. You know how to leave it behind, but tonight you're going to step forward saying, I want to leave it behind. Maybe it's other things in your life you know you need to leave behind to become more like Jesus. If either of those two things are you tonight, can I ask you to be bold? And Jesus is saying, follow me. Come, follow, and stand down front. Just come and stand down front. Just come and follow. Any others? Things you want to let go of in your life? Tonight's the first time you're following. Come and stand down front. Be bold. Leave the boat. Leave all the stuff behind and just come stand. I'm following Jesus. Father, I want to thank you for these students that have come forward. I thank you for their boldness. That in front of everybody, just like you called those brothers out in front of everybody else, you're calling these students out in front of everybody. Say, follow. Come follow. Come follow have all the answers yet, but come follow. You're not sure what to do yet, but come follow. Father, I pray that your spirit would rest in them tonight. You give them boldness and courage to make the hard decisions in the days ahead. To leave behind the things you're calling them to leave behind. That tonight is the start of a new relationship with you. Tonight is the night of, of deeper following with you. Tonight is a night of them being little Jesuses. <laughs> I'm going to ask maybe if some of the friends or student leaders want to come pray with this group or some adult leaders want to come pray with these students. We're going to begin worshiping and singing in just a moment. I want to encourage you, don't leave here tonight with stuff going on. Maybe it's something else. I didn't preach on that. It's okay. If you need some ministry time, I want to encourage you to come down and worship. But if you want to pray for anybody, encourage anybody, I want you to encourage you to do that tonight. If you need prayer, find someone to pray for you tonight as we sing.